1: grace, mercy, and peace to you, from God our Father and our Lord our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, increase in us your gift of faith, that forsaking what lies behind and reaching out to that which is before, we may run the way of your commandments and win the crown of everlasting joy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Our reading for the 19th Sunday of Pentecost is from Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 through 30. The same night, Jacob arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had, and Jacob was left alone. Therefore, to this day, the people of Israel do not eat the sinew of the thigh that is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip on the sinew of the thigh. Did you know that wrestling is one of the world's oldest competitive sports? Indeed, cave drawings of wrestlers have been found dating as far back as 3000 B.C. The sport was introduced into the ancient Olympics in 708 B.C., shortly after the game's recorded history began. In 1904, Olympic officials added freestyle wrestling to the lineup of sports in which countries could compete. Now, freestyle wrestling had far less history and tradition than the Greco-Roman style, but it did possess great popularity, having developed into a form of professional entertainment, which we know has morphed into soap opera proportions with characters like The Rock, Hulk Hogan, and Woo, Ric Flair, to name just a few. Our Old Testament text is all about wrestling. But who is the wrestler? Identity is very important in the text for today. Of course, as we hear the text read, we made some immediate assumptions that are always made. Jacob is the wrestler, and the one with whom he wrestles while a bit vague, appears to be God. Indeed, it is the pre-incarnate Son of God, Jesus. These are the wrestlers in our text. You have properly identified them, but if we stop there, we will end up on a confused path of paltry and possibly poisonous theology. What happens when we simply identify the wrestlers and then look for a way to make this Bible story quote, speak to us. Well, One move we make is to insert ourselves into the story. You know, we take the role of Jacob and we speak of wrestling with God in prayer in order to receive our blessing, the answer we desire. What that means is that we think this is all about us. And beloved, it is not. I suppose we can chuck that self-help book out. Another way we frequently understand this text is to interpret it as a battle cry. You know, you will be assailed with the soldiers of Satan and the wicked of the world. Fight the good fight. Do not give up. And in the end, you will be blessed with great honor, power, and riches. Persevere, people, and prepare for the piles of plunder. Now, I may sound a little snarky here. But that is because this is also the wrong direction. Now, I am not saying that we are not in a battle, because we most certainly are. I am not denying that the evil forces of sin, Satan, and our world are grabbing at our lives and pulling at our limbs in an ongoing attempt to pin our faith to the mat. This is our reality, our condition, our heritage from our first parents. Evil prowls our streets and rules our institutions. Satan remains an active and dangerous foe who must be subdued lest we die physically and eternally. Our world continues to shock us daily with its ability to conjure up even greater and more horrific examples of corruption. The evil one is here. The world surrounds us with its corruption. Sin is crouching, ready to take us down. We are in a battle The most serious battle of all, but who is the wrestler? The wrestler is not Jacob, and the wrestler is not us. When Jacob receives his new name, Israel, and when God explains this particular name, he identifies the wrestler. It is the same one who has wrestled from the beginning, the same one who wrestles with Jacob. The same one who wrestles with Satan on a cross. And the same one who wrestles for you and me every day of our lives. The wrestler is Christ Jesus. Jacob's new name can mean. you have wrestled with God or it can mean God has wrestled for you. Regardless, this is what is said by God himself. You have wrestled with God and man, but now I will wrestle for you. Not with you, not by your side, not if you need a little extra help, not when you are flat on your back. No, God says I will wrestle for you just as I have wrestled for you in the past. So I wrestle for you now, and I can, will continue to wrestle for you until the day you stand in the courts of heaven before the throne. It is God who rescues the Israelites from the hand of Pharaoh with the parting of the waters, not man. It is God who drives out the Canaanites before Israel that they might possess the promised land, not man. It is God who takes the burden of our sin to the cross at Calvary and engages in a battle, not man. The Christ carries our sins to the cross. It is Jesus who suffers and sheds his holy blood on our behalf. It is the Lamb of God who takes away our sin as he dies in our place. And though it looks as if he has been defeated as he hangs limp upon the tree, the greatest victory of all takes place in three days as the Son of God Rises from the dead, having conquered sin, death, and Satan. It is God who is our wrestler. He is the one who fights in our place and on our behalf, and He has claimed a great victory which He bestows upon us. God is the wrestler. God is our wrestler. This reality did not begin when Jacob was rolling in the dirt by the fort of Jabbok. It began as Adam and Eve were driven from the garden. This reality did not end when Jesus was victorious upon the cross and Satan was pinned and chained in defeat. It ends when we are safely through the gates of everlasting life. I do not have to tell you that the battle, the fight, is ongoing. Satan has been conquered but he has not quit. Each day we are challenged by the desperate evil of our world and we find ourselves in a chokehold that threatens our faith. Beloved fear not. There is the wrestler, the champion, the strong deliverer, the Christ who daily fights for us. When he made you his own in baptism your old Adam was killed. And the new Adam rose up. But as Dr. Martin Luther tells us, the old Adam is a good swimmer who must daily be pushed back under these holy waters. It is Christ's strong arm that does the pushing. Fight the strong arm if you will. Try to win the battle by yourself. Rely upon your own reason and strength. Be your own wrestler when you have had your face rubbed in the dirt and the wind pummeled from your body, you will be grateful and thankful to know that the true wrestler has got your back. He fights for you, and nothing can stand against him. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. God, our Judge and Savior, teach us to be open to your truth and to trust in your love that we may live each day with confidence in the salvation which is given through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. This is Pastor Frank at Redeemer Lutheran Church and on behalf of our congregation I would like to take a moment to invite you to find help, hope, home at Redeemer Lutheran Church and in doing so on security, identity, and meaning in Christ who loves you. Thank you and God bless your day.